if you're like me, you want to get your business ahead, but there's certain skills you need, but you just don't have. If this sounds like you, then you need to head over to Fiverr. They have a whole array of professionals that can help you in different areas from design to writing, marketing, and more. They have you covered. I seriously can't tell you how much Fiverr.com has helped me along with this podcast. Um, I've used them so much for this podcast. It's been unreal. They make my flyers. They go ahead and um, I hire this guy to help me upload the each episode and in the beginning in order for me to be all over the place it was I was totally going to Fiverr it was I seriously just it's I've gotten so much for my business through them so please use my link which you can find in the description of this episode or you can go to MarcellaAlonzo.com and book there through Fiverr today you'll be glad you did Hello and welcome to Sunday Funday. Today, my guest is Daisy Rocks. Thank you. We were having fun talking. I should have just turned it on earlier. So I know. Thank you for having me, Marcella. Thank you. You just, you sound like a a, a down ass bitch, don't you do? You sound like you're, (laughs) where are you from? I'm from Compton. Oh, that's why. (laughs) And your yeah, background? Yeah, from Southern California, girl. Your, your background? I'm Mexican. Oh, you know First what? First generation. I, 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 what, third or fourth? First. First generation. Yeah. You know what? I have to say this, like, because uh, Mexican girls make the best wives, the best girlfriends, the best of, out of all the Latinas. Moms. Moms. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Out of all of the Latinas, the Mexican women are the best. Say it louder for the bitches in the back. <laughs> no, no, because I live here in New York and there's some fucking crazy Colombian bitches. They've been watching I too many that. novellas. I hear that, girl. They need to calm down on their man. Like, yeah, they need to. No, just check. I'm not. I'm non-toxic like Play-Doh from the 90s. You know right. what I mean? But just... this is the thing with a Mexican lady. You guys yeah. will like wash the chonies, right? Oh, yeah. You will I'll rub make my cheese. man's feet. I'll yeah. take his shoes off and his socks right. off. You'll, you'll, put him in the a chilaquiles in the morning. You get what I'm the saying? The chilaquiles. We'll make right. the handmade tortillas. Girl. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. Right. But, like, I hate to say it, it but if the man's got to work. And oh, then they've, they've got to. Right. They've got to provide. But. So I had, I had the unfortunate experience of being married to a man that didn't work. Mm, I've had I was that married too. for like nine years. It was nine years, 10 months. Exactly. Uh-huh. Uh, and he was Mexican. He was Mexican, half Mexican to half Salvadorian. Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, I got divorced seven years ago. And for the whole 10 years we were together, he mm-hmm. was uh, pretty much unemployed. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, so it was, uh, I've always been a bread maker. I've always, like, paid for everything. I've always done everything myself, so. I, w- I was married to a Cuban man, my daughter's father, because yeah. it was in my head, though. I was living at the time in Vegas, and I remember, like, I dated a Jewish guy. I remember one time, and he threw the Christmas tree down. That freaked me out, and I only got with this guy because it was, like, kind of, I only got with my daughter's father because it was a low point in my life. Half of me is Cuban. And my mother always scared me with dating Puerto Rican men. And yeah. he like expected me to work, clean, cook and everything. 
and, and he, oh, he and See, then he was, yeah. For me, I'm okay with doing all those things as long as I'm getting halfway, like met halfway. You know what I yes. mean? Yeah. Like, give, give a little. I'll I cook, I'll clean, I'll work. I'll do mm-hmm. all these things, but like, I'm not doing it all the t- the whole thing by myself. Right. Like, I'm exactly. Not, exactly. Yeah. I need yeah. some, give me something Come to give through. me back. Right. Yeah. Right. Make right. me excited to give, to, to rub your feet, to wash your dirty ass underwear, to cook for you. Like make right. me excited to do that because you're giving me something. So I'm giving you something in return. Like, right. I, I don't understand where <laughs> this concept came from, where one of them doesn't work at all. And the other one does the entire load. Like no one in their right mind could do all this alone. When you exactly. have somebody that's completely mm-hmm. capable of doing these things. Like, yeah. So you got rid of him. I got rid of mine a long time. Oh, a long time. I, yeah. I was married 10 years. I have two kids with him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a great dad. He's a present dad. Uh-huh. He's not a good financial dad. But uh, like he doesn't buy my kids much and like mm-hmm. all that doesn't take them places like that. But he he loves them. He watches. He's with them every weekend, mm-hmm. even if it's just in the, in the little space, hanging out, watching TV together. He's with the kids. So like my daughter's father wasn't like that. He wasn't. Oh, see, yeah, I I got lucky. So in a lot of situations um, when like this happens, like a parent's divorce or whatever. Right. um, The the woman gets the financial backing, but not the not the dad. Right. Right. I got the opposite. I got the dad, but not the financial backing. That that's at least good. At least I I had nada, nada. Like he 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 ended up getting in trouble. Yeah. This guy, like, I'd never heard of Cubans that would end up in in um immigration hold till I met him. Because yeah. I grew up in Florida, and, like, every Cuban I know, like, they would sell themselves to go get married. They would make money. You know what I'm yeah. saying? They yeah. were, he, this, he could walk across the street and get arrested. So he conveniently was in prison for so long. Um. And then he came out right after she turned 18. And uh, my little daughter's smart because, well, I don't know if I should say this, what she's doing right now, but she's going to college. But basically, she figured out a way to get him to pay child support. Nice. You I mean, that's I'm... the way to do it. Yeah, it's... she she figured it out. Not me, because I was like, the least I have to deal with him. You know the what better. I'm saying? I can't that's stand That's how him. I am. Yeah, people tell me all the time, put him on child support when he starts working. Da, da, da. Like, look, first of all, I don't want to put my kids in the system like that. I'm just not like I'm already from Compton and I already have two boys right. that like in Compton. Like, right. I don't want to be my, I, don't, I don't want my boys labeled in the system as, you know, a a, da- a fatherless man living in Compton already. That's already bad, you know? Yeah, so, yeah. For them to be in the system, for for the government to tell me when I can and can't see my kids or when or when my ex can and can't see their kids, whatever. Look, he loves them. My kids love them, love him. You know, he the way I see it is my kids. I'm going to allow my kids to love their dad for who he is. But as the piece of shit that he is, you know what I mean? Like, yes. Yeah. That's what you have to do sometimes when you're a single parent. Yeah. And look, you- I'm I'm very blessed to have a career that I'm able and my and parents that mm-hmm. I'm able to provide for my kids and get help, like, you know, with the roof over my head for my parents. So right. I'm very blessed in that sense. Oh, so, and you take care of your parents too? My parents take care of me, girls. Oh. Well, they, I live with them. 
Okay. They, I have, yeah, I, I live with them. Uh, I pay them, you know, their rent. I do all that good stuff. You know what uh -huh. I mean? Uh, pay my mom to help me with my kids. And, uh -huh. you know, so I'm very blessed in that sense. Uh, I am a hairdresser too. So, okay. like, I'm good. I've been doing hair for 13 oh, years. So you do hair on top of yeah. comedy? Yes, ma'am. That's, that's a good, that's a good mix yeah. because you can see your clients. A hundred percent. And then you're flexible. A hundred percent. Yeah. That's yeah. actually a good, like, uh, that's a very good job. If you are going to go in the entertainment, I think Heidi Garner was a hairdresser before she got on Saturday night live, I believe. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So that's I, one of the I, few, few jobs I could think of because of the flexibility. Yeah. 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 I, um, so I, I did, so a little bit of my background with entertainment, mm -hmm. um, in high school, way back when in high school, um, I did four years of theater and video production. Mm -hmm. So it was always in me to be on stage, right? I graduated high school and then I did improv for two years right after high school. Mm -hmm. And then in 08 and in 09, I was pregnant and I had my kid in 08 and 09. So then I like just... Focused on being a mom and a wife. And then I had my second son when I was 26. Still focused on being a mom. Left my ex-husband seven years ago. And then three years ago, a year after COVID, I started doing improv again. Mm -hmm. Where'd you do improv? In Long Beach. Okay. Yeah, it's called Hell Together in Long mm -hmm. Beach. And it was great. I got that same rush because I felt like my whole life I've been very responsible I've been a mom, a wife, a businesswoman. I've paid my bills. I've done everything. I have what I have because I've always worked hard for it. Mm -hmm. But I've I thought to myself it was a, it was like a moment of like of like an existential crisis where I was just like, who am I? Um, I know I'm a good mom. I know I'm right. a good. I was a good wife for a very long time. I know I'm a good daughter. I know I'm a good hairdresser. But who am I as a person? Mm -hmm. What makes me happy and being on stage always made me happy. So started doing improv again, really liked it. And then I like, I liked making people laugh, but I didn't like sharing the stage. <laughs> you didn't like sharing the stage. I was like, what are you guys doing here? <laughs> so uh, a year, a year ago, not last year, but the year before, um, I've been doing it for a full year now, stand-up comedy. Mm -hmm. but, the, but when I did start doing my first open mic, this is what I tell people. I tell people all the time, talk to people about your dreams and about what you want in life because you never know who you're talking to. Right. You yeah. know, so I talked to my friend, which was also a client of mine for many years, like 10 years. And I was telling mm -hmm. her like, you know, girl, like, I think I want to try stand-up comedy. I don't know. What do you think? She's like, girl, I have a friend that runs an open mic in North Hollywood. I'm going to connect you with him and you're going to try it out. And I was shitting bricks, girl. I was like, wow. oh my God. I don't know if I could do that. Where this, was the open mic at? In North Hollywood called Big Chillin'. I've um, never heard of Big Ch I used a, to live in North Hollywood. It's a backyard open mic, girl. A backyard open mic? It was a, a backyard oh. open mic with this guy named Roger Smith and Jonathan Hernandez. Mm -hmm. and they're comics and they just they provided this space in their backyard and their list always gets full and um a bunch of dudes which i can relate to because i have brothers and i grew up with guys and mm -hmm. you know homies mm -hmm. so i was like you know what okay i'm gonna try it and i almost threw up <laughs> and um, 
I did it, girl. And I finished my five minutes. And literally right after me, a few comics that have been doing it for, for a while, they all came up to me afterwards and said, Daisy, you have something and you need to keep going. And you're going to be somebody and you're going to do it. Just do it. Keep doing it and keep practicing. And since then, I've been doing like four or five open mics a week. Wow. And yeah. And within, I want to say nine months of doing comedy, I uh, produced my first comedy show at a stand-up comedy club in Bellflower. Wow. Good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And honestly, anything I set my mind to, girl, not to toot my own horn, you know, but. What to- sign are you? I'm a Libra. I'm a Gemini. Yeah, air so sign. So that's a B. Katera Sarusa Gemini last week when I was talking to her. Yeah, uh, she's a Gemini. Yeah. And uh, so you get along with her. And then isn't Gabby, Gabby Vargas? Is is a, a, she's a Libra. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So yeah. Gabby Vargas's birthday is the day before my birthday. Wow. But okay. he's a year younger than me. So we're a day and a year apart. Wow. What, how old are you, Malice? I'm going to be 35 this year. Okay. I'm wow. Well, Gabby, you know what it is, is all the Latinas look younger. Yeah. That's what it is. I'm yeah. like, you're 35. I'm thinking you're way younger. Uh, yeah. She'll be 34. I'll be 35. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah you look way younger. Yeah. Well, of course, you. because you know how we don't age. We don't age. Especially don't. this, our generation of Latinas. I well, feel I'm, like old, the younger I'm generation, generation X. I'm actually old. generation X. I'm always like, no, people. you yeah, really? I'm up there. I'm up there. I don't like to announce my age. Marcella, say, you look so good. You look thank like you. you're my age. Th- thank you. Thank you. Yes. I tell people, I'm just like, but I'm on a whole bunch of like, um, I I do, I take really, really good care of myself, like nice. diet and everything. And then I, really, nice. I have maybe one drink a month, but uh, there's no, a your lot skin of, is so beautiful. Your thank skin you. Glows. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Um, I just stopped drinking and smoking. Yeah, I quit doing edibles recently, too. Okay. I did that, though, because I used to just take them to sleep. Yeah. And then then you'd wake up feeling groggy still. Well, no, 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 no. I I would take a small enough dosage. The problem was if I would have to take it at eight and stop by 10. And then I was eating too much. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm gaining weight here, having the munchies. So uh, a friend of mine told me I just started taking it, uh, Shawanda. At night. Oh, yeah. So I take three pills and then I don't know if also I do uh, the testosterone pellet after you turn like th- I think everybody after 35 needs to just check their hormones. So uh, mm-hmm. I take that. Um, my doctor puts it in Dr. Sharon Gizzi in New York. Um, that's in for like every four months. And uh, that makes a major difference. And I don't know if it's to us. I told my friend that recommended Asha one. I'm waking up like super happy. Oh, awesome. Yeah, that's I no. Know. I see. A, I've been sober for twenty seven days. Wow. Um, yeah, and I've been smoking since I was twelve, girl. So <laughs> I, I just stopped smoking and uh, smoking weed, and think this is the first time in my life that I've stopped, and I feel like I stopped for good. Mm-hmm. Um, I just feel like I need to, like I feel like my momentum this past year of me putting in so much work has caught the eye of a lot of people. A lot mm-hmm. of people know my name. A lot of people get very surprised that I've only been doing comedy a year because I'm I thought so you were longer hardworking. Yeah. yeah, thanks. Yeah. Like I'm really hardworking, girl. I just whenever I want something, I want it and I work for it until I get it. And I 
kind of manifested everything that's going on in my life recently. Yeah. Um, when I first started doing comedy and I first did that first open mic and they told me those things, I closed my eyes and I saw my whole life go, go like unfold before my eyes. Like I saw the, everything like, mm -hmm. and now, and I, I used to be a little bit, I used to try to be humble mm -hmm. <laughs> and say, oh, you know, if this happens in four years, then I'm happy, mm -hmm. but it just doesn't feel right saying four years. I feel like I, I think two years is my, is my peak. And in two years doing right. comedy, I'm going to be making it. And I feel it happening. Mm -hmm. Well, you're in the right area. Eyes. You're in the right area. Um, yeah. I think for, um, you're in the right place in yeah. Los Angeles. And then you have the big Latino community. Yeah. I don't see and, that out here in New York. I, it's yeah. And yeah. you know what, Marcela? Like, my story is so different, I feel. Like, I don't talk about my ex-husband on stage. Mm -hmm. I don't talk about my sex life. I don't talk about my dating life. Mm -hmm. I talk shit about my kids. <laughs> <laughs> it is a safe space for me to talk about myself, be, uh, talk about my... Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, talk about myself, talk about my kids... Uh, I talk about being from Compton. Mm -hmm. oh, I'm so sorry. There. Uh, I talk about being from Compton. I talk about being from um, being a hairdresser, uh, a, a Mexican-American growing up with Mexican parents, having, you know, I have such a different type of story that personally, I don't really see a lot of on stage. I see a lot of females with these dumb dating stories. Yes. And it's yes. like... I start yawning. Yes. Yeah. It's it's the same material, I feel. Right, like, yeah. Talking about uh, their sex life, their dating life, their vaginas, their, yeah. you know, it, like getting getting waxed and getting, you know, just like. Yeah. Give me something. Or, or even like now the big thing is like talking about going to therapy and all of their mental health issues. And it's or, like, or, or you know what I hate is the one where everybody I'm on mushrooms, like yeah. when they're fucking up on yeah, sat there. I've seen people like they blame up. it back on their on the substances. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I don't I try I don't do that. I for a while, my identity was smoking weed. Mm -hmm. I was always high, girl, always high. Never really talked about it on stage, but I was always high. Mm -hmm. Right. I. Since I stopped smoking and since I've been doing my stand-up sober, I have seen and felt a huge difference in my material, in my being present, that I can't really see myself going back to the way that I was before. And I feel mm -hmm. like this is, if I'm not leveled up already, this is going to put me on another level. Right. And I feel it coming, Marcella. I just, because I'm... Like I just talked to the Ice House in Pasadena, and they're giving me a show. So, That's great. Yeah, That's great. So I'll, I'll be producing a show there in June. Mm -hmm. um, I have two other shows lined up already. Uh, they're already booked. Those are already. I'm already promoting for those. It's. I'm nonstop right now. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. No. Sometimes yeah. we think, like I was just taking the edibles at night. Yeah. And here I am working out and eating right all throughout the day. 
And that little edible at night was just messing up everything else. Everything you were working for. Right, right. And so, you know, I'm not bashing weed, but sometimes we just get in this habit of where we're constantly smoking or, yeah, yeah, or people. Yeah. Also, I see people like constantly drinking and, you know, that's a lot of sugar. It's a lot of carbs. I mean, look, I'm not going to lie. I've been watching a lot of, um, a lot of like podcasts, a lot of videos about alcohol uh-huh. and how poisonous, poisonous it is to your brain. Like it literally, like us slurring, us not being able to walk, us not being able to keep oh, a conversation. Oh no, it, it's worse. Yeah, no, alcohol is like the absolute worst. It's, it's, I've, I've seen it. No, one time. And yeah. I told you before, I told you earlier, before we started, I was a stripper for many years. Yeah. I remember one time I worked with this beautiful blonde girl and this wasn't even three years later. I remember I worked with her in Florida and three years later I saw her and because of the drinking, she had aged in her face like 10 years. Yes, ma'am. Three years. Yeah. So I recently found out that alcohol causes seven to 10 different types of cancers. Oh, hell no. (laughs) It's not, they don't, Alcohol doesn't enable them. They literally causes seven mm-hmm. to 10 different uh, cancers in women specifically. It, it really fucks us up. Yeah, it really does. And I, I, I never was, I never really was like all my, everybody that really knows me knows yeah. I've never been um like a drinker like that. I've never been a drinker. I can, I'll yeah. have like one drink. Uh very rare or whatever and i'm good i'm good yeah you know what i'm saying and then you know i do like a nice little drink once in a while but i've noticed i can't even do like a second one um and i've just noticed like i probably haven't drank now in three or four weeks uh yeah but i i see where i want to keep on looking younger so it's like the better i not like I want to keep on looking way younger, but I want to. No, no, no. Yeah, you got to yeah. maintain it. You yeah. got to maintain. But I just, if there is not really a reason, why should I? And I never keep alcohol at home. I've just, but I've seen over the years people that are drinkers, what happens. Yeah. And, and it's just, yeah. No. And then I look at my, my family history. Mm-hmm. I have had my grandpa died of, uh, was it cirrhosis from mm-hmm alcoholism pretty much my great grandpa died of alcoholism his grandpa died of alcoholism my dad's dad died of cancer like I have so much family history rooted in alcoholism that Mm -hmm. I feel like if I didn't watch myself and I didn't take care of myself now as you know as I'm inching to my mid-30s as I'm inching to you know older being older that the likelihood of me becoming that is a lot greater because of my history my family right, history right so my decision my responsibility is to take care of my kids and to make sure that they see a different a different life you know what i mean like yeah and and me being high all the time really affected even my home like i wasn't taking care of my home really well i wasn't like you know making my bed every day or mm-hmm. like you know, and that takes an effect mentally on people. It really does. Yeah. Like coming into a place where it's not put together, knowing your head is not put together. It just makes everything a downward spiral at that point. No, no, I agree. My last relationship that I had, the person was very messy. <sighs> yeah. 
and I just couldn't take it anymore. And, yeah. and it, they were so mad. And it's that, just, you, you can't think properly. No. And you know what? That that was me. I was a messy person. Like, mm. I'm still working on it because it's right. still like I still have my chair full of clothes that I got to like put away. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not I'm not there where I want to be, but I'm definitely working to where I want to be. You know what I mean? You know what helped me, though, one time would, would organize. I just kept on YouTube looking at like life hack and um, organization videos and stuff. Yeah. And then it then when I started like really going like on YouTube, I forgot what there's a couple of people that I follow, even on TikTok. Uh I would pick up little habits that they're like sharing and I yeah. know like a world of difference. Yeah, yeah. With, or, yeah, with organizing and cleaning and stuff like that. Ahorita no puedo. Ahorita no puedo. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I understand. My kids yeah. are adults now, but I was there once. Yeah. yeah. I couldn't yeah. do shit. Once once they do turn 18, there is like a bad sadness where you're like, oh my God, I can't do this. They're not but even th- like paying attention to me anymore. Well, but then you have like a sense of relief when once they, you're kind of sad, but then you realize, then you're like, uh, when your kid's finally grown, you're like, whoa, I can accomplish. Now it's me. Now I'm able to take care of me better. Totally. Yeah. How old are your kids now? My son, my younger one is eight and my older Uh son is 15. Oh, okay. You got a while to go. Yeah. Yeah. I got a little while to go. My older son, I'm, I'm kind of grateful that I have them so different, so different in ages, like so far apart because financially it helps me because my older son is my expensive one right now. Mm. He's 15. What those shoes? He requires the shoes, the, 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 you know, nice clothes or the, the more expensive because he's a, he, he's, five eight you know he's not a little kid so and he's a heavier set boy Mm -hmm. so he wears man clothes man sizes right right my eight-year-old i could still get away with buying his stuff at like the children's place you know (laughs) like like 70 percent off all the time (laughs) but my older son he definitely requires a lot more um financially right now Mm. so by the time my eight-year-old is my son's age my older son's age, my older son will be in his 20s. Mm. And then you'll be one down to, yeah. I pray <laughs> that he does not come out like his dad, girl. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing also that when you have the kids, they do like will remind you of their father. And it's like sort of yeah. like they'll they'll act like them or something, you yeah. know, or do something. And, it, and it's tough because it's like, it's like a duh moment. You know, it's like they are half of him yeah and then it's like god is like god is like in your face like kind of cursing you for your mistake you've had for yeah yeah totally yeah totally yeah i feel it but i i'm telling you i'm doing the very best that i can you know and like oh getting back to what we were talking about too like so i i recently hung out with this friend of mine and he's a he's a dude and he he has his own house and he has a very nice place of living right mm-hmm. i walked into his house and i was like wow i deserve a man like this right mm-hmm. and this is when i was still drinking and smoking and like my diet was poor and i wasn't exercising and i wasn't doing all this right i was just mm-hmm going about my days and I was like I deserve a man like this I got home and I looked around and I was like but 
a man that that I deserve doesn't deserve a woman like this. Mm. I need to get myself together to to attract the person that's for me. Yes. Yeah. And if and I'm attracting all of the wrong type of people in my life by right. being the way that I am right now. And if I don't do better, how do I expect to get better? Oh, yeah. No, you know that's, what I mean, that's a very good realization. And it's I really yeah. like honor you as a woman to realize that because a lot of women, they say they want to get married. They say they want to have kids. But then who are they? Who are they really? Are they are they are they ready to have kids? Are they exactly? You know what I'm saying? Like exactly. so many, they they don't have kids, but they think, oh, I wouldn't have kids or whatever with this guy. But like, are you ready? Are you waking up? Is your body ready to have kids? Are exactly. you ready to wake up all hours of the night? And and see, I I see it so much as a blessing to have had my kids at such a young age. Yeah. And and a lot of people trip out on me when I say like I wanted to have my kid at 18. I. I'm, I'm, I'm glad I, I had that. I I'm I kind of beat you there. I had my kid at 16, my oldest. Oh yeah, you did beat me. Yeah, yeah, I beat <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I mean I wanted to be a mom, and till this day, like I, you will never see me complain about being a mom. You'll see me complaining about them because it's natural, you know. Right. But being a mom is who I am. I am a mom above it all, right. above it all. So because I'm a mom. Um, and I've always been so like, I like just so like in, in this, I'm into it. I'm into it. I'm being, I'm, I'm into being a mom. I'm into taking my kids out, giving them what they need, what they deserve, mm-hmm. you know, and I've never had any regrets about having my kids at, at, at a young age, because if I knew what I know now about you would have never had them. <laughs> But you know what? I I had mine young, and then I had a lot of people criticize me. Oh yeah. Oh, they criticize me. Like, oh, yeah. what did you do that? Whatever. And I look at them today, and they're my age. Like, I have people that were friends with me on Facebook, and yeah. I look at them today, and I'm like, I feel like laughing. Like, first of all, when I you look like a piece of shit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, they look tired as hell. Oh, yeah. And then I'm over here having my kids are done over with and I'm fucking looking good as hell because I feel like I... that biologically. Yeah, we biologically yes. we are kind of, you know, the messed up thing is, so you know, we were young moms. We might have made mistakes or whatever, but bi- biologically we were meant to have kids young. The older yeah. you get, it's harder. And then you get 100%. tired. Yeah. And... So I had I had a client that's a doula and uh-huh. she taught me all of this. She said biologically in the history of humanity women there our bodies are meant to have kids by 15 16 years old mm. that's when our bodies are at the peak of being able to have a child now mentally we, we're not there right financially right, right. we're not there all yeah you know it's a struggle oh but, it was a struggle <laughs> but but actually like having the baby pushing the baby out having all this there are less likely chances of of any any like emergencies happening when you're younger yeah. than when you're older and that's now, true because now after 35 is geriatric geriatric or, yeah pregnancy. so i have i have friends that are that just had like they just had a baby right now oh, hell no. like, hell girl no. i'm 30 i'm 34 i cannot 
like sleep past like 1 a.m. I'm tired. I'm like sleepy. I'm just like, like if I'm out, 1 a.m. is late to me. Yeah. And I could not even imagine waking up all night again Ugh. with a newborn. I can't do Hell it. No. I don't even want to touch a newborn. I, I don't even want to pick swear. up a newborn. No, girl. I don't I, even want to see a newborn. I don't I even want to. <laughs> I don't even want get that fucking kid away from me. I'm yeah. over it. I'm yeah. over it. A hundred percent. My eight year old. I see him as a baby still. And I'm okay with that. He, yeah. I'll tell him, go to sleep at nine 45. I bet you he's asleep by nine 45 girl. Mm-hmm. Like, and I don't got to worry about nothing else. Yes. And after that, yeah. Like my 15 year old will be here. My eight year old will be here and I'll be like, okay, guys, I'm going to go do comedy. You guys know what to do. Brush your teeth, get in bed. Junior, you're in charge. Get mm-hmm. your, you know, go to sleep. I'm home with them. I, I take them to school. I pick them up. I go to work. I pay for their stuff. I'm here. I bond with them. But when it's time for me to go do comedy, I'm like, okay, babes, good night. Y'all, good night. Have a good night. And you you're at the right morning. age where you can go do you. Yeah. Exactly. Not a little. Yeah. Cause that's the thing. Women don't, a lot of women that they, I don't know. You're at, like you said, you realize when you went over there and you sold this guy's house, you realize, like, hey, I need to straighten up. I a need, this is percent. what I want. And I feel like, you know, when we're young, we're thinner, our bodies are more ready. But I yeah. see women not, I see women saying, I want kids and I want this or whatever. <laughs> But what are your actions saying? Exactly. And also, who are you hanging out with? Exactly. Because what gets me is when people like who your circle is, is who you are. You get what yeah. I'm saying? The people, the yep. actions of the other people. You hang out with all comics. You are trying to be a comic. Yes. You know what I'm saying? So you yes. associate. If you want to be a mother, why are you associating with freaking putas that are you know what i'm saying can't even take care of their kids they're running off with the next motherfucker you know what i'm saying like and and so if you are serious about being married or whatever you need to look at being married having a kid doing all that being a housewife being all this and whatever now you if you have a career and you've got a plan well we're gonna get a nanny we're gonna get a doula we're gonna do this we're gonna do that okay you're a career woman you are a, a woman a corporate but if you are some little like freaking uh girl that's just been playing around or whatever girl i have I have cut friendships off simply because they're bad moms. Mm. I yeah. have cut them off. I don't off. like that. I could not hang out with people. I with cannot young. hang out I with can't women either. that don't care I don't... for their kids. Mm-hmm. Just or like when I can't it... be with a man that doesn't care for his kids. Right. I can't exactly. be friends with a girl that doesn't care for her kids. Exactly. Exactly. I knew a girl. I'll never forget this. Of course, when I was dancing. A Aweta, though. Right. Mm-hmm. She had her daughter. And she disappeared, like poof, disappeared. Her mother was calling, looking for her and everything. And her daughter was probably four years old at the time. For one full year, she abandoned her family to go be with some um, guy. You know what I'm saying? Yep. Didn't even tell her parents where he was and then popped up all of a sudden. Everybody was worried. Yeah. I can't. I can't deal with that girl. I can't. Yeah. I can't deal with, with, I can't be friends with somebody mm-hmm. that doesn't have morals. Right. Right. And, but you and, are who you associate with. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And exactly. I've always, 
because of what I've done for a living in the past, because because I, I just announced like I'm a stripper. I'm like have to pre-warn people. The New York comics are scared sometimes of me. Yeah, I'm sure. The, the New York. Oh, you what? You did what? Like, yeah. I'm sure you suck dick to get on the stage. Okay, let's like, be real. Yeah, girl. let's be real. Well, because I, I've had a lot of people judge me because of what my sex work, because of what I've done. But yeah. I didn't do it because I just thought I wanted to buy an outfit and I thought that was cute or whatever. Yeah. I put a kid, I put, well, the second one's right now just of her first year of college. Okay. But I put a kid, the older one all into Catholic school, the best education. She had the ADD. I put her paid for, um, tutors. I, that kid had the best life. Okay. Graduated yeah. Catholic school, right. And everything yeah. went to college, got her master's. Now she's, she's doing real well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God for that. Yeah. Thank God. And, uh, but I like, I get pissed off when I really get pissed off when people criticize me because of what I did, because I didn't, you know, I didn't get on welfare. I, I never got on welfare either, girl. Yeah, I worked my ass. I got on welfare. I got on welfare for one year mm-hmm. because well, I don't knock anybody that has to get it because I understand the struggle because yeah, I was a single no, parent. Sure. I just but personally I, I like, it, yeah, I did it for one year because I went to beauty school and I quit my job and I said I'm going to go to beauty school for a full year, full time, get my license, and God willing, will never get on this ever again yeah and let me tell you girl that's exactly what happened I, it's a pain in the ass because that's the whole reason i ever started stripping because going down to the welfare office and going yeah. through all that headache and then that's why and then i was working i was working like when i was 16 i was working at a wait i was waitressing and they would cut my hours the guy he would the, the i worked for like this pizza place and the guy and i was a waitress and he you know it it was all white kids like teenagers working there but it was me and a black guy and he treated of course the latina and of course the black guy he treated us like shit and would cut our hours all the time and then i was always so that's when i was like i was like that pole looking real good right about yeah for sure i I mean girl if i didn't have a fupa i would have been on that stage (laughs) (laughs) my kids left me all fucked up for my body but i and i and i but I would I I straight up have thought about that. Yeah. I thought about stripping. So well, you did much. a full year though. Like I applaud you. Yeah. You, did, you went through beauty school. You weren't a beauty school dropout. You just you did the damn thing, and then you provided. I've always done what I set my mind to, Marcella. That's and I what. Think, yeah, that's how. It's and gotta I think be. it's so. It's like people get so surprised by the things that I've done. On but my then, you know what? But people don't understand that we're like Latina women, that we we we're the lowest paid, but we're the hardest workers. Oh, man, I work hard, girl. Yeah. And no, nobody could ever tell you something. Yeah. I've only had one other job in my life. I had my first job was at a supermarket and then I quit and I became a hairdresser. What I've supermarket? never Mer- I used to work at a Super A Foods. Oh, OK. Super a a, Foods. I'm trying to think of the one that I used to love to go to. Viatras. Oh yeah, yeah, Oh my God, I miss Vallatra so much. Yeah, yeah, dude. I miss everything about LA because and I I, know. I here I am. Misses you, girl. (laughs) LA misses me. I know. When (laughs) I met B, I was like, oh my God, like you guys are cool. And then the I love the way she did the brunch. Oh my God, 
No, B is amazing. She's been organizing these uh, women in comedy events that really empower us to network with each other, put each other on stages, work together for work together for bigger things. Like right. we have so many things up our sleeves this year, girl. Good. So good. many things. Yeah. Yeah. I do see like a late like I I'm getting a very good um I've had a lot of you probably seen I've had a lot of LA comics. Yeah. A ton. More than yeah. I am in New York because in New York it, there's a couple good there's some good uh Tracy uh Carnoza who's a good friend of mine. Um let me see who else. Sergio Chacon was a good one and I love Carmen Lynch. She's a New York comic. Um they've all okay. been on my show. Um all I've three- heard that there's a lot of female comics in New York now, right? There is, but yeah. And I'm going to be honest, I'm going to piss people off. Um, Some of them aren't really good. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Look, I'm going to be real. There's a lot of female comics that are not good, but there's a lot of male comics that are not good. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I feel like I feel like there's only a handful of good comics, period. Yeah. You know what I mean? Even even comics that are getting a lot of stage time. Personally, I don't. I don't think they're very funny. I just wonder whose dick they're sucking to get up on stage sometime. <laughs> Men and women, girl. No, there's one know. club here. I always mention, though, but I because sometimes I'm like, huh? 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 Like, yeah. Yeah. What's going on? Like, yeah. 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 No, I, I see that, too. Don't. don't. Yeah. It, yeah. It's it's really crazy. But that's why that's why I found you know, you have to find your squad. You have to find your the the glue that's gonna help you when you're not when you're doubting yourself. I, I have Gabby Vargas and Big Gutierrez, us three powerhouses, okay? Each of us have a different um area in which we work mm-hmm. more. So we all have been putting each other on and giving each other that limelight in each other's areas. Mm-hmm. So like I'm, I'm really good at marketing. I'm really good at um putting butts in seats, girl. Like my oh, very that's... first. Now yeah, hold on, hold on. First... I want to know how to get butts in seats. Hold on, because I'm trying yeah. to produce myself over mm-hmm. here. I have a big social media following, but it's international. And of yeah. course, my audience that likes me the most is Mexico and LA. <laughs> right. Exactly. Like, and I'm like, fuck. And I want to. So how do you how do you say get more in the seats? So. But... For my very first produced show, uh-huh. I sold over 80 tickets. Mm-hmm. I had over 80 people come to my show, my very first produced show. And that's only been nine months in the industry. Okay. Okay. The way I did it is good old fashioned footwork, girl. I printed out flyers and I work and I walked down the streets of where the, the comedy club is. I gave away flyers in the businesses. I walked around, gave people flyers person to person mm-hmm. i don't really like the whole how people like like mail these flyers out because i feel like what you're selling is yourself i am selling mm-hmm. myself i'm really? selling my personality my personality yeah. is the one that's going to be on stage so right. I, I i got people in those seats girl let me tell you so that's so you did it by footwork yep footwork promos on Instagram, but mainly I didn't spend much. I didn't spend, I probably spent like a hundred and thirty dollars 
on flyers and that's it. And I got that's people good. in. That in, makes sense because here you are. A, where, and what, where was the first um, that you sold the 80 seats? What area in town in L.A.? Was in it? Bellflower. Oh, I can, I can the, see. OK. At the stand up comedy club in Bellflower. OK. That's yeah. smart. No, it, and that's your that estate. okay because like that's like farming, like what they would say, like in real estate, like you farm that area, and this is mm-hmm. the that's like your area. Um, mm-hmm. so that makes sense. And there, you know what? So for me, I'm more of an influencer, and I do. Um, I was supposed to be at AVN for my other podcast. My other podcast got nominated um for an AVN, but I just didn't want to go. Didn't want to go. Oh my god, that is so cool! I could have gone <laughs> for you, girl. Yeah, but I, I did. I did. I never did. I never did porn. So the thing is, I never do did porn ever. And not, I'm not yeah. bashing my best friends a porn star, Ava Divine, yeah. but um, I just felt like. If she wasn't going to be there, it kind of like, I want to see her and that's her limelight. And I just don't, I don't, that's not me. I never was as a sex worker. I never was a porn star. So, um, there's a convention called exotica and usually I do the one in Jersey and do do the one in Chicago. And literally, um, that does get me a lot of traffic to go this year, but I don't know if I can handle any more. Um, because when I went to Chicago, it was just, I mean, when I went, to Jersey was draining and literally like my, I bring one of my friends, he's a gay guy because that way, if I bring like a heterosexual guy, it's going to intimidate men. So I have him pulling in guys for me. And so every guy that walks past me, I'm getting them to follow my socials or I'm getting them to, um, I'm my big thing is I sell like a picture and I always like, I fucking yeah. rack up. I rack up. Right. Yeah, girl. Um, yeah. These fools don't even know. Um, these. I love them though. I love all you guys. I love everybody. Yeah. Me. But um, that because I meet them in person and they all meet me, then they know exactly. I'm real, and exactly. it makes a difference. So I. So a I believe what you're saying. Yeah, I believe what you're saying to go out because um, that's a very good thing. Is go meet the people in the neighborhood. Tell them to get the seats because then you're yeah because yeah. not a lot of people are doing it, and COVID is done and over with exactly and, yeah. and a lot of people re- rely on social media yeah to sell these tickets they rely on 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 the comics to sell but I, I can tell you like with social media because people like I have this all the time people see my numbers and they think I'm like rich or something you know what I'm saying And, um, I've even one time, like I, I hit up a photographer on one IG and then another IG that I have and like, it was a $400 price difference of a service. And I'm so social media doesn't mean necessarily you're going to bring in the money. And I've talked about this before in my podcast, but you know what you're doing, that's smart because you are in bellflower. That is, Mm -hmm. that's your community. You're Mexican American. You're hitting up people. And then that you're able to sell and then they don't know really what's going on. Oh, there's a comedy show like that. That's cool. Exactly. Yeah. So you have to like go out there. Yeah. And be relatable. You got to be relatable. You can't be, you can't put yourself on a, on this pedestal and think that people are going to come to you just because you have X amount of followers on Instagram. Right. Right. However, the clubs, I know the big thing why I like to do this podcast and I like to do the collaboration posts and I will delete comics that take off the collaboration posts (laughs) and I will remember your ass. Okay. But, um, I do that kind of to help you guys out because I know some of these big, and I'm not trying to say, Oh, I'm so big. I'm so, no, I do it more of, 
you know, to give back because I appreciate the art of stand up comedy and I want to see you grow and I want to see you get into different clubs and then I want to see some of you tour. You know what I'm For saying? Sure. I'm just an IG thought over here. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And <laughs> yeah, I, I don't really like I don't know. I don't like the influencer world because I've met some of these influencers and I'm like, oh, OK, let me get away from you you know totally. so totally. Um, yeah but it's it's I know that some of the clubs are sitting there looking at your social medias too oh yeah, yeah. And, what, and don't get me wrong social media is super important in this in this industry it mm-hmm. is it's important to show people that you're active in the community because yeah. from what I know because again I've only been doing this for so long from what I know comedy in the back in the day was harder for people to get people in the seats because they didn't have social media and i don't say don't don't do social media i i am fully aware of the importance you just you're taking the extra step and just walk around the neighborhood extra step right right i think that's a good idea yeah i think that's a good idea because you're you're ultimately selling yourself you're the one that's going to be on stage so you're selling yourself yeah and you have to and how how are they going to know who you are or how they right, feel right. relatable to you right. when you're mailing that out or just right, sending right. it through a post don't 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 text any podcast host to come to your comedy show that's another thing yeah no see and, <laughs> and i i don't give free tickets I don't well, get no, free I, well, well, the it, thing is, I've had people, like I, I get a lot of comics and I get it. Like, my thing is, I will, this is how I am. I want to go see you. I want to surprise you that I'm going to yeah. see somebody. Okay. Yeah. Don't send me a flyer over and over again. Right. I don't drive and I'm not going to take a Lyft or an Uber or whatever. Now, if there's, mm-hmm. if I will accept a free comedy show, but I want to go, I want to surprise a comic. I want to go out when I can go out. You understand? And that's how I am. But I don't like, uh, you know, when I give somebody an opportunity to come on my show. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, totally. and then I go see him. Like, that's one thing. But don't be hitting me up nonstop. No, I totally get that. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, you're, it's not you. Now you're, now you're, now you're now uh, no, it. I totally get that. I, I'm, I'm I talking to the part. New York comics that because I get quite a few, you know. Yeah. 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 No, I feel like it's important to definitely put your work out there. Yeah. But. But it does feel like don't bombard. I don't bombard. I I send out a flyer. Hey, I hope you can make it. Hey, I hope you can make it. Hey, I hope you can make it. But I never try to send it out. And I like that term. I hope I can make it because that's not. Can you make it? Can you make it? Are you sure? Are you doing? Exactly. What are you doing? Oh, can you come? No. Hope to see you there. It's going to be a fun show. Great lineup. Because that again, that. And I'm a true hustler. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a yeah. real hustler. OG. Okay. Cause I have a slick mood. Sure. I'm at the exotica or whatever. I know how to like, just fucking grab that guy's arm. Don't you want to take a picture with me or what? Yeah. You know, like I have a little sure. line and it seals the deal every time. Oh, for sure. Right. For sure. I just, Oh really? And I smile in their face, whatever. I got the money. Um, yeah. And that's how you have to be. Yeah. You can't be like, when you, when you have to be like, hey, I hope I could see you. I hope it'd be nice if you come. Hey, I like hope you like that because it's not a, you know, it it it's like if the person really can't do it because yeah. saying to the person, can you make it? I'm doing a show. Are you going to be there? Are you going to come? Yeah. Like now I, I feel pressure. Yeah. So the art yeah. of like hustling. And of course, we're air signs. Okay. Yeah. We know how to talk, girl. We know how to talk. We know how to bat our eyelashes. We do. Yeah. (laughs) I just wish I could do that and get a man. You know what I mean? (laughs) 
they're headaches. <laughs> Girl, <laughs> it's been a minute. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, I've been single for over about four years now. Oh, and okay. I haven't, I haven't even been on a date in, I think, over a year. Mm. And over a year, um, yeah, yeah. I'm just over. Uh, I know what I want right now in my life, and my I yeah. made a vision board last night. Nice. Was, I I uh, I put down like the stuff that I wanted and all that. And one little speck, there was like it was a woman on a swing with a guy, and that was the only one because I said, "Oh, that would be fun with a guy like that." But I think my mindset, because I've already been married a couple times, um. Mm. My mindset is um, on my production company, is yeah. on my business. And I would yeah. like, I, I'm not lying. I would like to be with somebody. I would yeah. like it, but it's very Well, it's a natural human. Right. It's an, I'm not saying I don't want to, but um, it has to be really the right person. Yes. That's going to align with my life. And then it's going to want to like, uh, and the pr- big pro- biggest problem I have is I've noticed that guys are, um, with me like they want to uh move in right away they want to jump start mm. something right away or um or it's, for because... me it's just for me it's just sex that they want i wish that was my case <laughs> i wish i was my case. i really do i was i think i because as a gemini i really wish that was my case it was yeah, <laughs> I wish I would. You know, it's some of the best relationships I've had have been no strings attached, and yeah. I certainly didn't want to settle with them. But I really wish that was. Um, and I'm not trying to put it out there like I'm a puta, like you know. And I'm just, I'm, and, and I certainly no. will not give it up easy. But um, right. I I noticed that um, I present my I I'm the way I am. I just you better love me and you're going to know everything about me and that's it. And some stuff, and a lot of guys are not comfortable with the way I really am in life. You know what I'm saying? So I would, I would like to be with somebody, but would somebody fully accept the way my things are? Would somebody accept also um, the last relationship I had, the person like had an issue that I was on social media because it took the line I was with an actor for a long time and it oh, took see, their yeah. limelight away and they, yeah. you know, and they, Oh, why are you doing that? I can't, you know, like it, it was, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So I totally get that. And, see, and I'm my, not... I, I, I feel like my thing is to, I, I feel like I'm a, a very similar boat because this last year, my, my mindset has not been at all to find somebody to mm-hmm. be with anybody like I've been working so hard to put my name out there and for people to know who I am and for people to see that I'm hardworking. I've got a lot, I've gotten a lot of respect from a lot of well-known comics and they've, they've, they believe in me. Mm -hmm. And, and the fact that, that people that believe in me solely because of my comedy makes me feel like I can't even settle for someone that's so like, like the most minimal things that they think is like the best thing in the world that they're giving. I can't settle for anything like that anymore. I feel like either you're the right guy for me or get to stepping because I don't have time. 
Right. I don't have, that's exactly how I feel. I don't have time for. I don't, I don't even have time to put you in my schedule, bro. Right. <laughs> right. I don't, yeah. It's about the time. Yeah. And then if they're not coming to the table with, uh, yeah. yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. I just, I feel like I've been in my, in my masculine for so long. Well, we ha- like, well, that's what happens because we end up having kids. We, ha- we have no other choice. We have no other choice. And we have a lot of the feminine ways. And people don't certainly under, as a single parent, I can speak of this. You don't have yeah. no other choice. There's nobody rescuing us. And we already know and, at, all. at all. And then we laugh at women that think that things are going to be different. I'm like, ha, ha, ha. When yeah. they, you know, when they think like, oh, I'm going to get with this person and this is going to happen. <laughs> yeah, no way. Yeah, like, no way. you don't know how they change right after you marry or you have kids like they change. Yep. Yeah. Drastically. Or they I, take you for granted. And that's what it is, is that they take me for granted. They because I'm because I fall hard and I I fall and I fall fast and hard for mm-hmm. for you know, whoever I'm into, I'm just like, yeah, like, I like your morals. I like your standard. I like the way you live your life. I like the way you treat your mom. I like the way you treat the waiters and the the store clerks. And I like the way you treat your kids. And, you know, I'm, I like you, you know, and people get so like, oh my God, how do you know you like me? And it's just like, oh yeah, yeah. The guys, when they, it's like a little game. It's a game and I don't play game. the game. And you know what, Marcella? People have told me, my friends, my my homegirls have told me, uh, some homegirls have told me, Daisy, you have to, you have to be a little bit more a of a bitch. You know, you gotta like be a little. Yeah, I've I've seen guys where they've put up with they. I've seen guys. Oh my god, decent put up with the most bullshit. Yeah, and you know, and what? I'm like, what? Like, do you have any balls? Like- my thing is, the man that's for me is going to be tired of playing games. Yeah. The man that's for me is going to want me, want a woman like me to be like, hey, what's up? Right. You know, we should hang out. We should get together. We should get to know each other. A man that's for me isn't going to be about this whole playing games and, yeah. oh, I'm going to do this to get her mad or 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 she's going to ignore me for two days and then we're going to be... The man that's for me, Marcella... <laughs> <laughs> It's tired of all that shit. Mm-hmm. They're gonna like that I'm that I like the attention and that I like the attention from them specifically. You know that right. that I want to give them my attention. They're gonna like it. So whoever does it is obviously not for me. Right. right. Well, you and being a Libra, it, I'll tell you. Like I feel like now with everything with it, we're in the time of Aquarius as we film this, of course. Yeah. Um, you being a Libra, your three compatible signs are Gemini, Aquarius, and other Libras, or yeah. also fire signs, which are Sagittarius, um, Leo, or and Aries. Aries, yeah. You oh, you mm-hmm. already know. Yeah. So when you mix the others, Libras are lovers. Yeah. They like to be in relationship. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And I, and I love to love, like I, like I said, I will take my man's shoes off, his socks off, rub his feet, make sure he has some food on the table for him. You need like, to get a white guy because they, they that's pre- funny. I've they never have, had a white before. Huh? You never I've had never a white had guy had a white before? before? No. I've never, and I don't feel like I've ever really attracted. I had a white one guy. crazy one a long, long time ago. Really? He was crazy. That's I'm funny. trying to think. I've had, no, no. I've had a, I had an alcoholic one. 
I've had a crazy one. I have to sit and think. You're really selling them to me right now, girl. <laughs> right. They, they're easy to cook for. Yeah. They're super easy compared to like being with a Latino. Yeah. They're super easy. They want moms cooking. They, they want white. And then, but there's a lot of white guys that like, they're kind of, they fetishize uh, Spanish ladies all the yeah. time. But that's why, like, I feel like telling like, uh, the best type of woman is a Mexican woman. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. With these other Latinos. And then, then you I'm know not a Mexican saying that. Okay. Yeah. I say, no. I'm Puerto Rican. The only thing I'm good for is like some BDSM. Okay. Like, <laughs> hey, I'm down for that too. Don't yeah, get me wrong, girl. <laughs> no. So here's another crazy aspect of my mm-hmm. dating life and stuff like that. This last year that I've been doing comedy, Mm-hmm. has been the first time that I've really been out in society in wow. my life. Um, I was married at 18. I was a wife for 10 years. At 28, I got I was single for the first time. But I've been a hairdresser this entire time. So I work with bitches all day, girl. Okay? Yeah. I work on bitches and with bitches all day long. I don't do men's hair. And I don't work with a lot of people that do men's hair. So, oh, so now you're out. And now I'm out in the world and now it's not just on my phone or on dating apps. I'm not none of that. This is the first time in really my life that I'm out in society. Mm. And I feel like that since I've X'd out comics, comedians, period, I don't talk to comedians like that. I don't want them to, I'm homegirl. I want them to think of me as a homegirl. Right. You've got your boundaries. Yeah. You're not a chuckle fucker. So when I see, yeah, when I see comics and I feel like I'm getting that vibe, I automatically go into the, yo, bro, what up, dog? Like, Uh hell yeah, let's fucking do this shit. Like, I'm homegirl. Yeah. So but I've been, I, you know what, with me is every guy that I've really gotten serious with, I was a friend first. Yeah. That's what happened. So I don't even know how to do that. Because with me, it happened. Like, it, it just always, I'm trying to think of, any relationship that it ended up turning into the crazy white guy in the bit when I was younger, I remember him was yeah. automatically, he was like, he, and he made me my girlfriend. I was like, ah. <laughs> he yeah. was crazy. But um, yeah, usually I'm the friend first and it just happens. I just, the moment they get that chocha, it sucks. Yeah. In, like, I know. <laughs> I don't, I don't really know how to, I don't know, girl, I'm telling you, like, well, it'll happen. The, it'll happen. Yeah, being out in the world has just been so it's, it's been kind of freeing to me. Uh, yeah. One of the one of the little reasons why I wanted to start doing comedy is because I wanted to get out there and and talk to more see more men in my life because I mm-hmm. grew up with guys. I grew up with brothers. I grew up with homies. Yeah. And you can't go there. Yeah. And I can't do that. You right, know what right, I mean? Right. So like like now that I'm out in society. Mm-hmm. Now that I am officially out in society as a 34-year-old <laughs> woman, like, it's hard. It's hard because now I d- have more boundaries than I've ever had in my entire life. Wow. And and I can't seem to get past that that part. It's just, yeah, it's just hard. A lot of, I get a lot of women that tell me that I'm intimidating. Oh, yours because you're intimidating. But I'm like... But it'll happen. But even I think every woman, it, it's just every for me, I feel like I don't know, like guys are weird with, you know, well, I just ha- I feel like I have to be so careful over so many different things with guys. Right. 
so so careful that's what it is yeah. I feel like so and I have to be like okay what's going on whatever you know like, yeah so careful and yeah yeah but it's it's all part of a uh, part of growth you know I feel like because I was able to see my life very differently now yeah um I'm able to now I'm able to like prioritize me and mm-hmm. not prioritize trying to look for a man like that mm-hmm. is that's way in the past for me now like I feel like my priority is being happy and my, I know my kids are good because I, I take good care of them and they're good but me my priority right now is you know producing I'm in my producing freaking yeah. bug I got the producer bug I got that's how- you know <laughs> I got a lot of things that I want to do. And now it's like, now everything's kind of piling up and I'm, right. I'm excited for that part of my life. And I feel like now, because um, I saw a, a podcasting, an interview with this girl saying, you know, if you want to find, if you want to be with an interesting man, you got to make yourself as interesting. That's true. And, and, and yeah. how could I do that when my whole life I've been just kind of like, I want to marry. Well, you, you, but you being a hairdresser, that's a, yeah. th- that's kind of a hot career. I yeah. go, oh, hairdressers are fun. Yeah. 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 I mean, because it's the beauty industry. Exactly. And it's, that's kind of a fun. Uh, it's a fun industry. And it's interesting. It is. And I'm very knowledgeable because I'm uh-huh. an educator for that, for hair as well. I'm a hair uh-huh. educator as well. So I, I, I've been, you know, I've been an educator for like six years. I've been a hairdresser for 13. Uh-huh. Um, I, you know, I have a lot. I and that, a what's lot good about, like I said, your job is like, it's just so flexible that you could work, yeah. work it out to do comedy. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. And then you could book your clients within. I book I book at least a month in advance, so wow, everything everything is. Where's lined where up do, for, where's your salon at? In Downey. In Downey, okay. Yeah, I ran a studio inside of a salon in Downey. That's good, and I've like had a lot. Time, of, that's a hard part about comedy that nobody really ever talks about. Like, what do they do for their day job? And exactly. I think like nobody ever. Ex- so, um, I know some girls are now doing um, like OF. I have an OnlyFans yeah. myself. That's how yeah. I um, I have an OnlyFans. And then I have other like affiliates. I have a lot of affiliates. I yeah. have um, a monetize on my social media. That's how I pay my bills, how I'm survived. So um, but I I lived 10 years in L.A. And um, and I was like I had my SAG card was trying to do the acting thing, um, did more background than anything else. Mm-hmm. Like I did get some stuff, but uh, I had to go strip. And that took away from me going because I had to pay rent because I had to pay bills. Now, you know, um, thanks to the Internet, I'm able to. Yeah. Yeah. Still do things, you know. So so what's 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 uh, not really talked about, what I don't really believe in is being a starving artist. You know, like a lot of people think like, oh, living the dream uh i'm i'm you know i'm broke i'm i'm you know surviving i'm trying to do these things you know trying to survive and trying i don't really believe in that because mm-hmm. i have two kids that i'm raising right and so my number one priority is making sure the bills are paid so my thing is like yeah i've had slow seasons cuz in in every industry there 
there are very slow seasons. You oh, know what yeah. I mean? I know about so, those slow seasons. I've had that. Yeah. People don't yeah. realize. I used to think because I was a stripper, I made all this crazy money, but you do have your slow season. Oh, yeah, girl. Yeah. January for me is my slower oh, season. Oh, yeah, right now. Yeah, right. January is a slow season because, because everyone pays. gets their hair done in December for the holidays. And, and then they don't got to get break. their hair done for another two months. Mm-hmm. Right. So then in February is when it starts to pop off. For Valentine's Day, then they're going to start coming in. Yeah. And then summer, they come in all summer for their blondes and stuff. But then in October, it slows down because everyone's going back to school. It's a whole, it's a whole, like, you know, I I have this season thing down. But even though I know it's coming, it's really hard to prepare for it because I still got to pay all my bills every month the same way. Yeah. So, but like I've made it to where I work real hard and I make it happen. And no matter what, I make it happen. Like that's just the way my mind is wired, you know? And um, with a comedy, like no one really talks about how expensive it is to be a comedian. Yeah, how nobody's much ever really like, because the money you have to put into it. Oh, because some places they want you to buy uh drinks or buy a ticket what is yeah and it's it's mostly for me the gas girl like oh okay like i'll have a show i'll I'll have four shows lined up in a week one in hollywood one in the inner city one in the valley one in the the empire and it's like i'm literally driving hundreds of miles and putting 60 70 dollars in my gas tank you know coming and going it's a very expensive like right. if you add up all the little expenses and the and the one or two drinks that you have at the at the venue and the you know you you got to buy yourself a mic a, a freaking t- tripod you have to learn like it time is money for me too so you got to learn how to edit videos and you have to put those out and it's yeah. this game this yeah this, nobody this, on my podcast they're not talking about that you know I realize yeah. that yeah nobody's really um that's good Getting that you brought that. that up because nobody really yeah. discusses that. Um, and no. nobody really ever. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, I realized I though, because I've been in the inner, but I had sex work to back it up. Yeah. You A lot of I'm people saying? don't. Most right. people, most of us don't. Most of us yeah. have day jobs. Most of us have waitressing jobs or, you know, they, they do a work. lot of casting people, work. Right. Freelance work. Yep. Yeah, because in L.A., but, it was so, when it was normal. I remember there when I lived there, which I thought it was weird. People had like four or five jobs mm-hmm. like that was absolutely normal when I lived in L.A. 100%. I come here to New York and uh, everybody's different. You know what I'm saying? Totally. And I still have like I just believe you make seven and in- seven forms of income in order to become a millionaire. That's I've been so I have like a whole bunch of ways I make money. Yeah. I mean, I, I make a pretty good living with just doing hair. Thank God. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I work real hard in that aspect because I have, like I said, I have my set clientele for the last 13 years. I've had my set clientele. So um, I'm very lucky in that sense. A lot of, a lot of comics are broke, bitch. (laughs) They're broke, which is another reason why I can't fuck around with a comic because they're broke. Oh, they're that the guys are that broke. Yeah, they're just broke. They're just like right. they're living the life of a starving artist, and it's not the most attractive thing. Yeah, right. It's not. I'm not That's attracted true. to 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 like 
broke dudes. I can't be because I'm not a broke dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, I, I have, but I have the opposite where squares, I call them squares. Um, people that are, well, I don't know. There's people in the entertainment business. I would consider squares too, but uh, yeah. I kind of need a degenerate sometimes. I get along. I, get I can I can hold a conversation good with a degenerate because I've been I call him a degenerate. I've been a degenerate so long. And then it when you when you hang out like I forgot one time I met this couple and they it, it was just like kind of like you could I couldn't really have a conversation with them. And it was like I was no. a novelty act like I was a novelty act to them. I had a I went on a date once with this guy. Um, I don't even know why I agreed to be on this date. He was a really flashy dude. He had mm-hmm. like, he would show off a lot, all his money, he'd show yeah. off his cars and all this. I, I don't rob know. His ass. It made me. I just rob his me, ass. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I, it made me curious to see what kind of date, right? So he took right. me to Javier's restaurant, uh-huh. right? It was really nice. We got there, we we're talking. And I felt like I was being interviewed in like a tales of from the streets type of vibe, you know, like, oh, he was like, yeah, he I was hate like, that. Wow. You're really like a single mom. Wow. You don't have help from your ex. Wow. So you don't have millions of dollars. No. Wow. What Tell kind of more. shit is that? It was the most uncomfortable. It felt like an interview. Yeah. It felt like he was interviewing me and he that I was like a novelty. Right. Like, like a like, novelty. Like I don't yeah, don't treat like me like a goddamn Austin. novelty. Like, like you're really from the hood. Like Oh, like Yeah, like he was so shocked what was that he? I existed. Really? Wait, it was a uh, Spanish guy or a white guy or uh, he was Latino. He was Latino, but he he I think he was like third or fourth generation. So I think oh, he was a little bit okay. more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and and I he and then he kept talking about how all of the women that he's ever dated were like millionaires and money and this and this, and I'm just like, I'm not that girl, boo. Like I, I can I'm care less. Like, yeah, exactly. Like go get him. Yeah, and it, it just it, I understand where you're coming from because. I have more in common with guys that don't really have a lot. You yeah, know? To, you I know, can that's, talk and me more. too, too. Yeah, like it's like we gotta like relate. Like people overall, when I've had different podcasts, get I can, yeah, you know, I have to relate to them a little bit. I didn't have because I was out at sixteen. I was yeah. a single parent. I've, I've yeah. been paying rent since I've been like seventeen years old. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And I can't relate to your mommy and daddy helped you would call it like I didn't even get that. Right. I can't relate. You know what I'm saying? And then I was yeah. a dancer and I talked to all kinds of men. Um, I do have my education. That's another thing people don't seem to realize. Yeah. Um, like I took accounting in college. I took statistics. I took, yeah. you know, a lot of different like I took business classes. So I'm very intelligent. But people just like kind of discount you and you know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. You, they get oh, discounted, yeah. fetishized, like as a, oh, first yeah. I'm getting fetishized as a Latino, then I'm getting discounted because of who yeah. I am, where I come yeah. from. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And actually like my family's very educated, but overall, you know, I like, yeah. I kind of like kicking it with degenerates Yeah, because it's like, yo, we get along, but I do, um, I I do like comics. That's why I never became a comic. I think yeah. they're attractive. Like I think I think it's the personality of I do too, girl. Yeah, it's I'm a t- person. I I am the same way. I really do like these guys as people. 
Yeah. I do like them. Because nothing's and worse I, when you get like a good looking guy and they have like zero no going on in their oh, head. Oh, that's the worst. That's the worst. Like yeah. Yeah. I can't. I can't, I can't. do that. Mm-mm. I can't. I have to laugh. Yeah. I have to be able to laugh because yeah, I'm going to have a personality. Laugh. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to make yeah. you laugh. and You better make me laugh because if I'm the only one exactly. making us laugh, I can't do this. Exactly. Like, and, and that's, that's what like kind of like stresses me out a little bit because I, because I do have more boundaries now than I have in my life. But boundaries like, are good. Boundaries are they good. Are I got good. Them too. And, and they're, they're meant to, to cause a little bit of friction. You know right, what I mean? Right. I, I'm dealing with it as much as, <laughs> I would love to go crazy. I have all these damn boundaries because I have to worry about like uh, somebody robbing me, somebody coming over and doing something up, somebody like, you know, a guy getting up. Or like dragging your name, dragging my name. Right, right. Well, I think I'll drag them. I'm a Gemini. I'll drag their name before they will ever drag me and I will humiliate the fuck out of them. And And, they will. (laughs) Just like we talked about earlier, right? Like. I wonder whose dick they suck to get on that stage. I mm-hmm. haven't sucked any. Yeah. So I, you can't. You I can, wish I was no, sucking. No some. one could like, drag. I'm just. I'm, wish, I'm really girl. deprived. I'm really deprived. Believe it or not, like, I'm, I'm very really, deprived. Okay. I'm really. Were you and I both, Jay Z? Thank you so much for coming on. You've been a great guest. Oh, I should have known because you you're part me. of the part of the little crew. Yes. Yeah. Squad. Yes, yes. Um, could you let my audience know where they can find you, your social medias, your website, whatever you got to get a push? Push it right up now. Yes. So please, everybody, follow me on Instagram. My Instagram is Daisy Rocks. I spell that with two X's, uh, underscore comedy. I produce shows all over inner cities in LA. I will be coming to cities near you, so keep a lookout. Follow me. Um yeah, I, I, I'm producing my next show February 22nd, which B and Gabby will both be on. Mm. So, and my name is um, Marcella Alonso. If you like to see this episode and many more, you can go join my Patreon at Marcella Sobella. If you like to follow me on social media, you can follow me on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram at Marcella Sobella. Twitter is Marcella with one L underscore L U V. Thank you so much, Daisy, for coming on Sunday Funday. Hey, thank you, Marcella.